live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. That metastasized into this incredible authoritarianism, overreaching, that did not necessarily make us safer. Remember, they closed the parks, they shamed people about beaches, right? and now they're threatening the same overreach with the Omicron as you were just talking about. I think those choices should be yours, the American people's. I would say I'm an America first, make America great again conservative. How would you describe in just a sentence your political ideology? I match yours. I think this country has all the building blocks to be spectacular. What happened to him? What happened to him? He's gone over to the dark side. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. It's hard to see a, a doctor saying that, you know. Well, do- Dr. Rand, Paul Rand, uh, what's his name, Rand? Yeah, but uh, he's like a something. I don't want to. Uh, he's an eye doctor. Yeah, he's, he's a, something, he's but it's a, not. He's a, not yeah. Is he an eye doctor? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's a medical doctor. His eyes, he's yeah. Eye doctor. He's a medical Which doctor. are important, but like. Yeah. But, eye you doctor. know, it, it's it's interesting because we, we all know um, Dr. Oz and we've, you know, I've been on his show. We, we, we've all socialized with him. But I feel like he took a turn uh, with, yeah. with you think? turn, with, <laughs> but, with, but with COVID in particular, you know, I know his specialty is the heart, yeah. but I remember in, um, in April of 2020, he said um, that uh, in terms of kids going back to school, he said this, um, I tell you, schools are a very appetizing opportunity. I just uh, saw a nice piece in The Lancet, which is a medical journal, arguing that the opening of schools may only cost us 2 to 3% in terms of total mortality. And he was arguing that we should open up schools. And, and my thought was, so you're willing to sacrifice the lives of our children? Yeah. Was, was he willing to sacrifice the lives of his children and his grandchildren? And that's when, right? And, and, that, well, he's not, and that's when I saw... That's when I saw the turn in him. He turned before that. that I'm point. sorry. Really? He turned, yeah, he turned that when he, that. If, you, if you guys go on YouTube, there's an interview uh, I did on another show with him mm-hmm. where he measured my BMI. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, <laughs> he said, you're underweight. So at that moment, I don't trust him. <laughs> well, and there's not too many people who trust you cackling hens either. <laughs> just cackling and their audience members indoctrinated are just sitting there cackling yes whatever you say whoopee yes whatever you say joy behar yes 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 we just love coming in here and being a bunch of losers together i can't believe the show is even still on the air the reason that i showed you that cold open this morning ladies and gentlemen is again i'm not 100 percent about Dr. Oz yet, and I probably won't be until I get him on this show, which I am actively trying to do, and it does not hurt when all of you actually help as well. Go to his Twitter page, go to his Facebook, whatever he uses for social media, and let him know that you want to see him on Live from America. And the reason why I want to get him on here, folks, is to vet him. I want to vet him properly. I don't just want to say, hey, they're running as a Republican. However, the reason I showed you the cold opening was if the Democratic Party was using Dr. Oz to run as a Republican, or I should say a rhino, and then do Democrat stuff, then the view would have been ordered to fall back. 
the view would have been ordered to fall back from criticizing him so badly. So when you know the view, the number one spreader of propaganda to suburban um, uh, women, uh, which is a huge voter uh, turnout in this in this country, when you have the view just destroying his character, telling people that he's bad, telling people that he went to the dark side, what happened to him, that should tell you everything you need to know about Dr. Oz's decision to run as a Republican. Listen, I'm telling you from experience and daily conversation that there are millions and millions of people who feel like Joe Rogan, who feel like Dr. Oz, who feel like there is no Democratic Party for them anymore. Now, I know that they considered themselves independents or libertarians or center-left. However, ladies and gentlemen, if you are center-left, you are a Democrat. That's just the way it is in this country, but there is no Democratic Party anymore. So you have millions of people who identified as themselves as, as center-left who say, well, there's, no, there's nothing here for me anymore. And then they start opening up and start thinking about, well, who, where can I fit in? Where do I fit in? And then when they're opened up enough to just look and see where they fit in, they start opening up and understanding the real values of the Republican or of the conservative in this country. And they start going, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Those are the same views I have. How could I have been so wrong? Again, I am not jumping head over heels in for Oz. What I'm telling you is, is when the view is uh, starting to demonize you, then you know you're doing something right. So keep an eye on that and help me get him on the show. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining in. You are now watching live from America LFA from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving, flag-waving, child of God host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And it's always awesome to be able to broadcast to you from this chair. I am honored beyond all belief. I love you all so very much, and it's great to be on this journey with you every single day. I would like to say that I am sorry to hear that one of our own, Teresa, who is watching right now, I saw in the comment section before we got really started today that her husband's religious exemption was denied for him at his place of employment. Uh, Teresa, all I can say to you is that I'm sorry. Uh, continue to pray. Continue to pray for whatever decision that you're going to make next. Just know whatever decision that you make in order to move forward in your life uh, is not a wrong decision. Whatever decision you make is the right decision for you and your family. And don't let me or anybody else make you feel bad if you choose one way or another. Okay, I understand this is hard and I'm seeing all too much of it lately. So uh, our prayers are with you. God bless you. Um, and I, I just wanted to let you know that I, I saw your comment and that uh, we love you very much. Okay. <clears throat> I would also like to thank Crystal's artistic ability. Uh, I got your um, your samples in the mail the other day. This is the great thing about Live from America is that a lot of the businesses that we do business with as far as apparel and stuff like that, and I will mention them right now, Advantage Specialties, RMA Apparel, Kind Embroidery, Mountain Life Threads, all of those companies have told me personally that uh, the partnership that we've created has in some t in, in, in a couple of the cases saved their businesses. So that means you guys are saving people's businesses. 
That is an amazing thing to, un to, to know. But the great thing is, is people are starting to send in samples of saying, hey, here's what my business can do. Maybe there's something, maybe there's some room for you to sell these on your store. And, and I got some samples of some stuff from Crystal's Artistic Ability, and I just want to say thank you very, very much. Also, the American Strong Business page is now up over 100 businesses. Let's see if we can get that to 250 by the end of December. That will be a great um, uh, journey and, and a great accomplishment for us. And as well, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you go on that page, on the American Strong page, and actually Christmas shop there. Do some Christmas shopping there. Let's really, really help each other out this year because you never know when you're about to save somebody's livelihood, okay? So uh, all good news, ladies and gentlemen. All great news. And I would actually like to start the show off with the Dumb Dumb Award. And that is going to go to the cackling ladies, the cackling hens over there, the shrews, as we like to call them, at The View for just not having any kind of open mind whatsoever. Apparently, Dr. Oz going to be a Republican is, regardless of, of what we really know about him right now or what we don't really know about his intentions, um, is just a closed-minded way to think. You know what I mean? It's just a closed-minded way to think, and for that, these ladies get the dumb, dumb award of the day. Now, I know that they're not stupid. I know that these ladies are not dumb. I know that. They're very intelligent women, every single one of them. And I don't want to tear down, tear them down at a human level, but I will tear them down at a political level. These ladies are either um, completely closed-minded when it comes to politics, which I'm not. I actually love to debate Democrats every single day. I love it. I love to do it respectfully. Um, or they have an agenda, and, it, and it's likely the latter of the two. So uh, let's get to the verse of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Last night was a very interesting night in, in, the, in the Herald household. <clears throat> we got all the kids down around the table, and um, and we had discussions about Christmas and Christ. And, you know, 13, 12, 13, 14-year-old kids, sometimes even if they're raised in a Christian home or they're raised in, raised, raised in a Christian with a Christian background, you know, a lot of the times the last thing on their mind is really uh, why we celebrate Christmas. They're kids. They want Christmas presents, okay? And I'm really trying to get them to understand something that I posted last night, that Christmas is not Santa and his sleigh, it's Christ and his cross. So I want to talk a little bit about that today. So please give me a little bit extra time to go through this verse of the day this morning as we really need to focus our attention on what Christmas is all about. So I titled this morning's newsletter something very eye-catching, and I hope everybody got it. And if you did, please forward it along to your friend, uh, friends, family members, and coworkers. I titled it, Jesus Was Born to Die. Pretty rough, pretty rough thing to read, huh? Jesus was born to die. I started out this morning's newsletter by saying, Hello and good morning. Please remember and remind your children that Christmas is not about Santa and his sleigh. Christmas is about Christ and his cross. Today, the meaning of Christmas has been transformed, and so many people, by no fault of their own, associate this most amazing holiday season with gifts, parties, and shopping. When in all actuality, the greatest gift of all is given to us by someone who loves us more than anyone else could, and that gift is salvation because of the suffering that Jesus did for you 2,000 years ago. Let's give this holiday its true honor by making sure we honor the man we know as Christ. And the verse of the day today comes from Hebrews 2, 9b, which says this, that he, by the grace of God, should taste the death of every man. Every year on Easter, my family and I watch The Passion of Christ. It's the most graphic depiction of what happened to him that I have ever seen. 
and probably the most accurate historically given how the Romans tortured those condemned to die. Our kids were exposed to this at a young age so they could understand what that man did for us. If you truly have a relationship with Christ, then part of the reason that you cry when watching that movie is because you don't feel that you deserve it. You don't feel you deserve the sacrifice that God did for you, that Christ did for you. Last night we started reading the book of Luke to understand the importance of the birth of Jesus Christ, and we discussed with our kids how he was a man born to die. Imagine the weight on that man's shoulders his whole life, even as a kid. The human part of him must have suffered much anxiety through the years. How could it not? It's so wonderful that there was a man who existed historically and walked the same earth as us and experienced what we all experience, and he sacrificed his precious life for you. And I'm talking to you. I'm looking at this camera through this screen to every one of you. He did that for you. Someone whom you've never met in the flesh knew you and died for you. That is a hard, hard thing to wrap my head around. But I felt the love and that brings me to tears. So be grateful, be kind, be compassionate and show love and mercy as God does for us, even when we don't deserve it. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, wow, look at all the dollar donations coming in. You guys are wonderful. Thank you so very much. God bless each and every one of you. But remember, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is the reason for the season. That's not just a saying. That's true and that's reality. Okay. So let's all, together, with one voice, lift up our praise and our worship for the God who gives us all of those amazing gifts even though we definitely don't deserve it. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And when you're talking with your children or your grandchildren, ladies and gentlemen, about the importance of what God did for you, really come at it from an angle of how precious life is. Explain to them how every day when they wake up and taste, hear, smell, breathe, touch, feel, that those are all gifts from God. Take one away and nothing else in the world would be more of a priority than that. So really, really, really hammer home the precious gift of life and the things that make up life every single day because those are not promised tomorrow. Those are true gifts of today and losing one of them would make you never even think about a Christmas present under the Christmas tree. You would beg your creator to have one of them back. So come at it from that angle, and it really helps children open their minds, their ears, their hearts, and their souls up to what you're saying, okay? Now, who is ready for Live from America to get started? Because I know I am. Today is going to be a big show. If you have not shared the video yet, please do it. Sharing it out in your groups or directly through your messenger or Instagram messenger is one of the greatest ways to get a lot of people in here. 
We used to have six, seven, eight, nine thousand people here in Rumble, and then poof, everybody was gone. So a lot of people just can't find the page. Censorship has been one of our biggest problems. So please share the video out right now and reach down. It's not that hard, and click that little Rumble button. Whether you're on uh, computer, iPad, or uh, tablet or phone, you can hit that Rumble button. Let's see if we can get up over two thousand uh, Rumbles right now. We're sitting at a total of three hundred and fifty-nine thousand Rumbles, and let's jump that up as well. Here we go. First and foremost for you. Right here, year of our Lord, 12-2-2021, the court has ordered the federal, um, excuse me, the FDA, the Federal Drug Administ Food and Drug Administration, excuse me, to fully, ladies and gentlemen, hear what I'm saying, a federal court has ordered the Food and Drug Administration to fully comply with uh, Freedom of Information Act requests and release all the information surrounding the COVID-19 vaccine. And in the first batch of documents that were released by court order, the documents show over 1,200 vaccine deaths within the first 90 days that the FDA and Pfizer were hiding from not only the American people, but the world. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go right to the story and read a little bit about it because this is big news. The Food and Drug Administration released the first batch of documents related to Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine after a federal judge ordered that they must comply with a massive Freedom of Information Act request that was filed by, um, by a government accountability group called Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency. The esteemed group of more than 30 professors and scientists asked the federal government to share any and all data that factored into the agency's hasty decision to grant Pfizer's experimental mRNA vaccine an emergency youth authorization with amounts to trove of over 329,000 documents. That is how many documents that we have, that we have uh, put out a Freedom of Information request for. 329,000 documents, ladies and gentlemen. In a shameless effort to bury the information, and we reported this last week, that uh, Food and Drug Administration challenged that FOIA request in court. After the agency was told that it must turn over the documents, the Justice Department lawyers representing the FDA asked the federal judge to allow them an unthinkable 55 years to process that request, saying that they would be able to release just 500 pages a month. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk would make it to Mars before we figured out why the FDA fast-tracked Pfizer's mRNA experimental jab. A motion that was filed by the same group of doctors and scientists is currently pending in federal court that would force the FDA to expedite processing and releasing all of these documents. Meanwhile, the FDI still has to comply while this is all going on, they are ordered to still comply with the original order to begin turning over the documents. And lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, the first release was a bombshell. And this is only 1,200 documents. There's 329,000 documents. And in the first 1,200, we already see bombshells. And I guarantee you that the more that come out, the more the American people get the truth, the truth that God wants revealed, you are going to see this FDA Pfizer and the rest of these pharmaceutical companies crumble just like the Democratic Party is right now. According to the official Pfizer document that is titled Commun Cumulative Anal Analysis of Post-Authorization Adverse Event Records or Records Reports. Let me say that again. It is titled Cumulative 
Analysis of Post-Authorization Adverse Event Records Reports. In just the first 90 days of the vaccine's rollout under the FDA's EUA from December 1st, 2020 to February 28th of 2021, there were tens of thousands of reported adverse reactions, including over 1,200 immediate deaths from the Pfizer vaccine. The report only included adverse events to the vaccine that researchers considered serious cases. There were thousands more submissions that were left out of this data that were not considered serious cases. Any cases deemed non-serious by these professionals would be processed within 90 days, but this report was released before 90 days of Pfizer's vaccine being available had even passed. Quote, due to the large number of spontaneous adverse event reports received for the product, the MAH has prioritized the processing of serious cases in order to meet the expedited regulatory reporting timelines and ensure that these reports are available for signal detection and evaluation activity. Non-serious cases are processed as soon as possible and no later than 90 days from the receipt. Pfizer has also taken multiple actions to help alleviate the large increase of adverse event reports. This is what they're saying. But in all, the report states that there were a total case, there were total cases of 42,086 reports of individuals who had adverse reaction to Pfizer's vaccine worldwide in the first 90 days. 42,000, ladies and gentlemen. And all of this was hid by the public. The mainstream media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, if you said anything about this, you were banned permanently, like I was. All right? The largest number, 13,739, coming from the United States and from the UK, 13,404. So between the United States and the UK, there was 27,000, over 27,000 cases in the first 90 days. And according to the documents, women, 29,914, were over three times more likely to experience a reaction than men with only 9,182 and a total of 1,223 individuals had a fatal reaction to the experimental Pfizer vaccine, which which actually took their lives and killed them. So ladies and gentlemen, this is part of the reason why Pfizer and the FDA and the Department of Justice, which is probably one of the most crooked agencies in the planet, have been trying to hide this and are fighting to hide this until every single one of us are dead or too old to care about it. And it's not going to work. They're not going to win. This is not Germany. This is not Australia. This is not the UK. And this is not cowardice France. This is the United States of America. And in our blood, in our own DNA, ladies and gentlemen, is everything that we need to revolt, re, 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 resist, re, 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 re. <laughs> you know, how many re words can you put in there? Resist, revolt. Um, whatever, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have a revolution in this country again. And America and Americans are not going to allow this kind of stuff to happen. Okay? We're just not. And I wish people understood that on the left. I wish people in the middle understood how much power we have in this country. And especially when you have truth on your side, especially when you understand and you truly believe that nobody can beat God. God is on the side of truth always because God cannot lie. So as long as godly people are actually steering towards the truth and trying to expose the truth and get the truth out there, like James O'Keefe, like Project Veritas, we're going to win. 
And we're going to make the world understand that you cannot beat God. And I believe this is a part of it. I truly do. So we're going to continue to fight this. We're going to continue to push this. We're going to continue to voice this. Because if it wasn't for people like you, if it wasn't for people like me, people like Stu Peters and others that do this constantly every day, then there would be no pressure that would be applied on these scientists. There would be no pressure that would be applied on these doctors to have enough courage to get together, put together a coalition of people who are educated and understand this kind of uh, industry and actually move forward with holding people accountable. So it comes all the way down to little old me and little old you. We need to continue this kind of stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Because it's the only way that we are going to win and bring our country back and take our country back. Sitting on our hands, complaining, saying, oh, look at what Joe Biden's doing now. The country won't be here in four years. We don't have any time for that kind of crap. Okay? That's not to say that you don't have a right to feel that way. But don't voice that opinion out loud. Don't put it in front of everybody and don't put it out there in the universe. All you're doing is being counterproductive and you're taking the courage away from people that barely have it as it is. This is a dog-eat-dog world, and right now we're in the fight of our lives. So there is no room for crying, complaining, negativity, or counterproductive measures or messages in any way, shape, or form. And that goes down to even the things that I post on my social media account. I posted yesterday something very, very meaningful, some very meaningful words of Christ. And of course, you had people jumping on there, and instead of just saying, wow, what a great message, or, or not even saying anything at all if you have nothing nice to say. You had people jumping on there going, well, actually, we don't really know if Jesus was born on December 25th or not. That was completely taken out of context. We don't really know about the three wise men. We don't really know because this was a pagan holiday that was adopted by Catholics later in life, and they're just taking away from the message. We get all that. We get the fact that there's no perfect historical record to know exactly where and when Jesus was born. We get that, but we celebrated on December 25th and that's just the way it is. So stop being counterproductive in that kind of stuff. Be positive because it's people like that and it's and it's attitudes like that that make us take two steps forward and one or one step forward and two steps back. Okay? I hope I'm making myself clear when it comes to my social media pages. Don't get on there and do that kind of stuff. Go somewhere else. Go over to Lynn Woods page and do that. There's a lot of that over there. I'm not going to do that on my page. I will ban you from the page if I see more counterproductive, negative, uh, crybaby uh, messages on, on, on posts that don't require that. Okay? Just saying. Anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. That's a big win. So, meanwhile, while all this is going on, of course, we're in the fight of our lives at the Supreme Court right now. Okay? We are in the fight of our lives at the Supreme Court right now. And the abortion case has drawn people from both sides of the argument, as it should, because there needs to be debate. But instead, in this country today, we don't debate. We do a, a, a real-life version of what I just said happens in digital world. We sit on one side or the other, and we complain, and we fight, and we argue. I would love to see a table set in between both sides where people from both sides had five minutes to sit down and have actual common sense common sense uh, based discussion and debate about why they believe that they're there on that side and why they believe that they're on th on that side it may actually spark some intelligent conversation and may actually spark somebody waking up but unfortunately in America we can't do that these days instead we have people that are on the left that are crazy that are holding up their abortion pills singing we love abortion we love to kill babies we love to dismember helpless little children and that is what you have on the left. At least on the right, you don't have that kind of nonsense 
or, or, or that kind of ignorant, uh, intolerant language. At least on the right, you have people who band together for positivity. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. There's no way we're going to drown out this negative stuff if we're combating it with negative stuff. Let's be the lights in the darkness. Let's be that... Let's have that standard set, that bar set high enough to where people look at it and go, wow, wait a minute, maybe we are on the wrong side. So what I want to do is I want to play a video for you that comes from uh, outside the, the um, Supreme Court yesterday. Let me just bring this video up. And this is what patriots do, ladies and gentlemen. Instead of screaming to the sky or, or, or pulling their hair out or wearing pink hats or, or holding abortion pills up and, and pretending they're eating them because they're so happy about killing babies, the people on the right, the pro-lifers, decided that they would band together and sing yesterday. And that's exactly what happened. Check this out. And you want to know what would have made that even better, ladies and gentlemen, if they continued to sing songs of praise for Jesus Christ. And I have a feeling that you're going to see a lot more of this from these pro-life people out there. And I just want to applaud them. It makes me cry when I see a bunch of passionate people come together and sing the national anthem. I don't know what it is. It brings tears to my eyes every single time. But that's the difference between the people who want babies to live and the people who want babies to die. As if that's not enough right there, just saying that statement. But the proof is in the pudding, and actions speak a lot louder than words. And yesterday I showed you videos of crazy liberal left-wing communists uh, partying and celebrating killing babies by holding up abortion pills. And today I showed you a video of the people on the other side who band together and sing positive songs about this country. Now... We're going to stay with this for a moment, okay? Because Justice Kavanaugh has been a massive disappointment. Now, I understand that Trump was had a lot of bad people around him. And I absolutely understand that President Trump would think, thought he was doing a lot of things right because of the advice that he was getting from people around him. Now, when it came to President Donald J. Trump's Supreme Court picks, it wasn't like President Donald J. Trump actually went out and did all this research himself to decide who he was going to pick to put on, or who he's going to nominate to put on that bench. Obviously, it was a bunch of people working together who came up with names, and there's a line of people that are waiting on the right and the left to be on the Supreme Court, and it just so happened to be that Brett Kavanaugh and J Amy uh, Phony Barrett names and Gorsuch names were on this list on the right. So a bunch of people get together and they advise the president on who he think who they think that he should nominate. Unfortunately, we have people like Brett Kavanaugh. Now, 
Having said that, before I play you this next audio of Brett Kavanaugh in the Supreme Court yesterday, which is very disappointing to hear, I do want to tell you that sources close to these justices, sources in the news, sources in Real America's Voice, are saying that the justices and the talk around uh, the talk in the Supreme Court and in the hallways and in and in offices are that the justices, the conservative justices of the Supreme Court, are already leaning towards. Um, uh, judging in favor of the Mississippi abortion law, which means it will open up 30 other states immediately putting uh, anti-abortion measures in place, which is the greatest thing that we could ever hope for. So just know that the talk around the Supreme Court and around the people that are there, they're saying that the Supreme Court is going to lean the way the, in, the, in the way of judging uh, in favor of, uh, of not allowing abortions. Huge, huge, huge news. Now, let me play for you some audio from Justice Kavanaugh yesterday, and it's just as disappointing as his short career in the Supreme Court has been thus far. Listen to what Justice Kavanaugh says yesterday. I want to be uh, clear about what you're arguing and not arguing. Yes. Um, and to be clear, you're not arguing that the court somehow has the authority to itself uh, prohibit abortion or that this court has the authority to order the states to prohibit abortion so I understand it correct correct yeah as I understand it you're arguing that the Constitution silent and therefore neutral on the question of abortion in other words that the Constitution's neither pro-life nor pro-choice on the question of abortion but leaves the issue for the people of the states or perhaps Congress to resolve in the democratic process. Is that accurate? Right. We're saying it's left to the people, Your Honor. And so for the, uh, if you were to prevail, um, the states, uh, majority of states or states still could or and presumably would continue to freely allow abortion. Many states, some states would be able to do that even if you prevail on, under your view. Is that correct that's consistent with our view your honor it's it's one that um allows all interests to have full voice and and many of the abortions we see in certain states that i don't think anybody would think would be moving to change their laws in a more restrictive direction i want you all to hear what he just said what he just said what justice kavanaugh said is that there is no leaning one way or the other in the constitution as to whether it supports or whether it doesn't support abortion so Justice Kavanaugh says that he would leave it up to the states. If he were to have it his way, he would leave it up for the states because there is no language in the Constitution that says one way or the other. Now, this should not take Jeremy Harrell to give a history lesson on the Constitution. These people are far more qualified to make judgments based on the Constitution, and they're far more qualified and far, far more well-versed in the Constitution than I am. However, I will give you the most basic part of the Constitution that argues everything that Justice Kavanaugh just said. He says that there is no language in the Constitution that either is for or against abortion. This makes me absolutely furious because it, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, it's right here, but doesn't this little old constitution say that everybody has the right, which would be given to them by God, to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? How can that very simple, very direct 
probably most important language of the Constitution be overlooked by somebody who is so well-versed in the Constitution. Tell me how that works, Justice Kavanaugh. Please, somebody with a constitutional background, please tell me where I am wrong in the argument from the side of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness against Justice Kavanaugh, who says that there is no language in this Constitution that states whether people should be allowed to abort babies or whether they shouldn't be allowed to abort babies when it says that every human being has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That kind of rhetoric makes me sick to my stomach from a constitutional conservative who says that he is a textualist. Am I wrong? Now, I saw somebody, Bruce, I think it was Bruce. I want to just go off off topic here for a minute. I saw Bruce said that he would pray for me to please get back on the narrow path. He'll be waiting for me. Um, I didn't realize I was off the narrow path. Uh, if I am, please let me know how I got off that narrow path. Um, and maybe I am. Maybe I'm off it and I don't know it. But I'm, I'm, I kind of I kind of noticed that you said that. And I'm very curious as to what you meant by that. But thank you for praying for me regardless, because I always need your prayers. Now, getting back to that. Getting back to that, am I wrong in saying that arguing what Brett Kavanaugh said could be very well argued just in those few little words? That in the Constitution, every human being has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Please tell me how you could have life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness that apparently is a right given to us by God according to the Constitution. How could you have any one of those three? in a state that allows abortions? How could you make a ruling or a judgment opposite of what I just said that comes from the Constitution by saying that there is no wording in the Constitution that is either for or against abortion, so he wants to have all sides have a voice and leave it up to the states? I believe, in my heart of hearts, based on what I know about the Constitution, that that is a wrong thing to say, that is very, very unconstitutional, and it is very unconservative non-conservative i believe that's probably the better uh the better way to say it non-conservative i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm off track who knows long story short ladies and gentlemen i am very very disgusted in brett kavanaugh i don't think he's done the right uh i don't think he's done right by the people and i don't think he's done right by himself nor his family especially for every all the mud that he was drugged uh, uh dragged through you would think that he would actually stand up for who he says he is but apparently rhinos go further than politics, folks. It goes all the way up to the Supreme Court. Now, having said that, the left-wing justices yesterday, which there isn't very many of them, at least self-proclaimed anyway, um, they were just gasping for air and grasping for straws yesterday. Literally everything that Sotomayor and anybody else on the left said yesterday as far as Supreme Court justices are concerned was at, came across as hatred, came across as intolerant, came across as rude, mean, uneducated, and ignorant, no matter which side of the political aisle you find yourself on. They just looked absolutely stupid yesterday. But I will argue that Brett Kavanaugh looks pretty stupid as well, saying that there's no language in the Constitution arguing for or against abortion. Absolutely unbelievable. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of crowds, like we were just talking about outside of the Supreme Court, um, 
Let's go to Arizona State University for a minute. I want to go and show you a video, some video footage from Arizona State University. Okay, because we all know that the left, BLM and the left-wing communists of Arizona State University had threatened and promised a major protest to get Kyle Rittenhouse kicked out of school after he was found not guilty, by the way, in a court of law. Anyway, where there was no black people or brown people, it was all white people involved. Just so you know, just to give you a little bit of kind of a, uh, you know, set the stage for in case you didn't watch the trial, in case you live under a rock. Um, now, BLM and uh and antifa have been a precious uh we'll say resource to the democratic party they have been used and abused by the democratic party and they have been basically hung out to dry or thrown under the bus any time that the left deems that it doesn't fit their narrative even blm ladies and gentlemen is leaving the left because the crowd that showed up yesterday the threats and the promises that made national news even hit the desks of cnn fox news and msnbc about this major protest to get kyle rittenhouse the murdering scumbag kicked out of college they couldn't even draw a crowd bigger than the patriots the pro kyle rittenhouse the pro second amendment the pro judicial system people that showed up in response and in support of Kyle Rittenhouse. Now I'm going to show you a video that's got a couple swear words in it. The swear words do not come from the right or the patriots. No, no, no. The swear words come from the left and the very intolerant communists who are sitting there literally arguing against the First Amendment. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Please, uh, if there's any kids in the room, earmuffs or have them leave the room, you're going to hear a couple F-bombs uh, from, again, the communist left. But here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is yesterday's major, large, huge protest by BLM and people who are anti-Kyle Rittenhouse. And really, they just were drowned out by the Patriots. This is pretty funny. Check this out. So I'm going to shut it off right there. But the great thing about that was the Fox News producer there that was sitting there with the camera right up front. As soon as he started dropping F-bombs, this Fox News producer guy walks up and says, you're not going to swear. And he goes, I will swear. I'm going to swear. And he goes, okay. <laughs> he took the mic away. <laughs> So that, so that he, and he goes, well, I don't care. I don't need to be on Fox News. And then he goes off on a tirade of F-bombs and, and saying how everybody in the world is racist and that the government is afraid of them and that the school is afraid of them and that the right is afraid of them and they are going to tear down this hierarchy system that we have that is institutionally racist at its core. It's really kind of the same old, same old, same old from the left, so I'm not going to play it for you. But I just wanted to play for you the part in which everybody there was drowning him out. He had a microphone with speakers, and everybody was drowning him out. Now, the lady that was sitting there with him, this lady right here, uh, she is um, Muslim. 
She is Middle Eastern, and she started her speech out by saying, um, Assalamu alaikum, my Muslim brothers and sisters, and then went on to say how Kyle Rittenhouse is a murderous, white supremacist scumbag, and everybody who supports him is a white supremacist scumbag, and they're going to take us all down and take the world over, and they're going to rid the world of the white devil. Aquitziocha, white devil, white devil. <laughs> oh. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the last half of the show, I do want to talk a couple things about um, PatriotFoods.com. We are going to get Adam, the uh, the owner of PatriotFoods.com, on hopefully this week before the end of the week. I do want to let you know that he has asked me to talk to tell all of you that the brick and mortar store the, it only it really only depends on one of two things: major investments, which he doesn't have yet, or our purchasing from stuff from his website to help grow the company. So if you're still Christmas shopping, please, ladies and gentlemen, go to Patriot or consider going to PatriotFoods.com, getting some fresh family farm uh, produce for your family uh, for Christmas. Great gift baskets, gift cards, and everything else. And a portion of everything that you send also goes to vets um, who are truly, truly in need. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, you already know about MyPillow.com. I'm not going to continue to beat that home, but uh, the same thing goes for him. We are helping Mike Lindell fight everything that he's fighting all the money he's spending in the legal fees all the money he's spending to help and fight and put America first Patriots in the seats endorsing them so just remember that there's 600 items for sale right now on mypillow.com there's um, a whole chunk that's 75% off because it's overstock and everywhere you shop on there use the same promo code LFA the same as patriotfoods.com and ladies and gentlemen if you're going to continue to Christmas shop and you want to do it with American companies please consider doing it on the American Strong page there are a bunch of small businesses out there that are on that page that I'm sure would love to receive purchases from you uh, for their small company and it's really doing a lot of good it's all boats rise situation so uh, make sure you guys check all that out okay all right moving on another um another sign that biden and harris are literally on their way out and they won't be here much longer biden and harris neither of them regardless of president trump gets reinstated because of decertification or not neither of these got neither of these people will be here in 2024 they are looking to replace both of them ladies and gentlemen and if you want more proof other than the 19 democrats who have stated that they are resigning or retiring by the end of this year if you want more proof then let's go right to uh kamala harris's staff because on the heels of her communications director saying that she would be resigning in december now we have her senior staff advisor and chief spokeswoman who is also just announced that she is resigning and leaving Kamala Harris's staff, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Simone Sanders, a senior advisor. Here she is right here. This is Simone Sanders. She is the senior advisor and chief spokeswoman to cackling Kamala Harris. Um, she has uh, announced that she is leaving the White House at the end of December as well. And she is, uh, set, she is quoted by saying, I am so grateful for the vice president, for her vote of confidence from the very beginning, and the opportunity to see what can be unburdened by what has been. I'm grateful for Harris um, and, her, uh, and, the, and the rest of the staff and her leadership and her confidence as well. Every day I arrived at the White House, complex, um, 
complex, knowing our work made a tangible difference for Americans. I am immensely grateful and will miss working with her and all of you. Then why are you leaving? Because she doesn't state where she's going and she doesn't state what she's doing. She just basically says, it was great while I was here. We had so much fun pretending to be vice president staff. It's been so much fun. But uh, listen, uh, crap is really hitting the fan. And we don't want to be around when it does. So we're going to bounce now in hopes that you'll forget about our names when the crap hits the fan. That's what's really going on, ladies and gentlemen. There is no other explanation why staff members... People who are nominated for positions and 19 prominent Democrats would all be leaving, resigning, retiring, quitting, or jumping ship if it wasn't for what is about to happen. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, and Jack Posobiec has been talking about it a lot lately. And what I mean by that is whatever happens, whatever's about ready to happen in 2022 or 2023 or 2024, none of us know it, and every one of us are going to be shocked by it, whatever it is. There is some stuff going on behind the scenes, and I'm not talking about QAnon or anything like that. I'm talking about tangible evidence and proof daily that I'm reporting on that show you that there could be no other reason except that. These people don't just leave their posts, especially people who have been in power for 20 and 30 years and are fine health-wise and are fine medically. You don't see this kind of stuff. You don't see a party controlling all three branches of government and having a record number of them leave in their first year. You don't see that. So there's some stuff going on behind the scenes, and I just wanted to keep up on what was going on with Kamala Harris's camp, and it's bad. That is two major people that have resigned in two weeks. What's coming in January? What's coming in February? I'll be happy to see. All I know is you can't beat God. That's for sure. All right. Let's move on to the crooked DOJ and the crooked CIA. We already know that the FBI is crooked. But now we're starting to see just how crooked the DOJ and the CIA is. Let's talk about the Department of Justice first under Merrick Garland. Now, they have been instructed and they have put people on the case to investigate Sidney Powell. Why are they investigating Sidney Powell? Well, they are investigating her and saying that there might be some criminal activity and maybe some criminal charges brought on Sidney Powell. Why and what are they investigating? Well, they're investigating her website, RestoreTheRepublic.com. What, why would they be? Why in, in, in God's green earth would they be investigating her and that website? Well, because, ladies and gentlemen, that website is a donor website. And everybody who's donating to that website for Sidney Powell, the money is actually going to help fund attorneys for the people that are stuck in D.C. And, and, and being held as political prisoners. That is where the money is going. So anybody who's donating to Sidney Powell, that money is going directly to defend the J6 political prisoners that are stuck in D.C. like Gitmo and being abused day in and day out. And that is only confirmed by the people who are in that jail today. Every one of them are saying that Sidney Powell is actually donating to help them in their legal fees and help their lawyers and help them actually bring their cases to court and not just cop out and take a plea deal. So the Department of Justice doesn't like that. They would much rather see no resources and no money going to fund the J6 defendants, the political prisoners and their attorneys, so that they are basically bled out and they have no other choice but to give a plea deal so that they can continue to push this 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 narrative and this agenda that the people there did something wrong and they're guilty of it. See, they pled guilty and they are guilty. It only gives them that much more power to continue to try to torture and go after Donald J. Trump and, add, and actually add fuel to the fire 
fire and some legitimacy behind the illegitimate January 6th unselect committee. You starting to put it all together yet? So that is why the DOJ is using their power to go after Sidney Powell because she's actually funding the attorneys to get the Oath Keepers and the other people that are left in that prison to die out and getting them to take their cases to court and not just cop out for a plea deal. That is what the Department of Justice is doing right now. And every one of you need to be aware of that because you thought it was bad when Barack Hussein Obama used the IRS to target Tea Party business owners. This is a thousand times worse. And it started to get that worse when they spied on President Trump. And the DOJ is as crooked as they come, ladies and gentlemen, just as crooked as the FBI, if not worse. Now let's move to the CIA because the CIA the crooked CIA, published a hit piece on Donald Trump this week. The intel community describes him as challenging and bitter after they launched their coup against his administration for the last four years with the Democrats. And they better be worried, ladies and gentlemen. Let me read to you a little bit about this uh, hit piece that the CIA is publishing. Apparently, the U.S. intelligence community published a new report on how difficult and challenging it was working with President Trump during his years at the White House. Well, no duh. No duh. Ladies and gentlemen, of course it's going to be difficult to work with a man who's trying to destroy the very swamp that you've helped create. Of course it's going to be difficult to work with a man who's actually in there fighting for the people and is not going to let you demonize and run over us like a steamroller every single day for the rest of our lives. Of course it's going to be difficult. Morons, we knew that. And that's how we know you're crooked, because he's not a difficult man to work with. Matter of fact, he gets things done. You guys don't. The CIA was shocked that Trump was upset and leery of the organization that they launched their investigation on his campaign and his, and, and his administration based on complete lies. And we all know they're lies by now. And nobody cares. Nobody does anything about it yet. But we will. Trust me. They point out that Trump was particularly upset with the dossier. Well, of course, because it was falsely, there was false information used to get FISA warrants. Of course it was, of course he's upset with it. Duh. That was completely made up and accused him of paying hookers in Moscow to pee on a bed in his hotel room. We now know that the entire dossier was paid for and manufactured by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. No surprise there. To this date, not one person has faced justice for the ongoing coup against President Trump. But again... There's a lot going on behind the scenes, and you're going to see some crazy stuff in the next few years. All right? The report describes their briefings with President Trump. They forgot to mention that they were also spying on General Michael Flynn at the same time they were meeting with President-elect and his, and his team. And uh, that's another reason, ladies and gentlemen, they're going after Sidney Powell. Because Sidney Powell, if it wasn't for her efforts and her legal expertise and her determination, fight and grit for General Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn would not be a free man today. Actually, he probably would because President Trump probably still would have pardoned him. However, ladies and gentlemen, that is another reason why they're so upset. And I got to tell you, I don't care what anybody says about Michael Flynn. I spent an entire day with that guy. Now, I know you don't know somebody after an entire day, but I can tell a lot by a man, by his handshake and by looking him in his eyes and by his prayer and by what he says and how he handles himself throughout a period of 10 hours and i gotta say that man is one of the most on point most american loving most god fearing men i've ever met in my entire life and i could say that from my personal experience and what's happening is these these branches of government are being weaponized against a patriotic people that want to preserve the united states of america and they are they are afraid of every single one of us they are afraid of every single one of us. And they hate the fact that I'm on air talking about this right now. Which is why, thank you, by the grace of God, Rosalana, uh, Ro 
uh, Rosalana Cat Rose Catalano uh, bought me a a, um, a a bulletproof vest, which I often use because this is the kind of world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. This is the kind of world that we live in where we have to be afraid about talking negative about the CIA, the DOJ, and the FBI. They're not going to win. They never do. Um, matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, they are so afraid of President Donald J. Trump coming back. Now, I don't know if you saw the interview that he did with Nigel Farage yesterday, but in that interview, Nigel Farage asked him about him coming back. He also asked him about fighting the election of November 3rd or moving forward. And Donald Trump's answer to fighting the election fraud on November 3rd or moving forward to the next election, he said the same thing I've been saying for the last year. You have to fight both because you don't win one without the other. And when asked if and when he's coming back, he said the same thing he's been saying. You are going to be very happy. The American people are going to be very happy. The world is going to be very happy. And you will all be shocked very soon. Now, nobody is more afraid than yellow Teletubby warmongering Liz Cheney, ladies and gentlemen. And she showed that fear yesterday on the unselect January 6th committee by threatening President Donald J. Trump, saying that if they pull him in front of this January 6th committee or he debates them in any capacity, it will be under oath and he will be held accountable for all his lies. This is warmongering, weak, worthless, no good, ignorant, scumbag, rhino, yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney threatening Donald J. Trump. He has recently suggested that he wants to debate members of this committee. This committee's investigation into the violent assault on our Capitol on January 6th is not a game. When this committee convenes hearings, witnesses will be called to testify under oath. Any communications Mr. Trump has with this committee will be under oath. And if he persists in lying then, he will be accountable under the laws of this great nation and subject to criminal penalties for every false word he speaks. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Oh, no. We're so scared. Oh, we're so scared of you, Liz Cheney. Oh, oh, I can't wait to watch this showdown because it will be a showdown. Now, I did see a comment in here about Brett Kavanaugh in the comment section where they said, somebody said something about the way I spoke about him when in all actuality the law that was in front of him that they are actually making a judgment on is whether a state has a right to make that call at a state level. I understand that completely. 100% I understand that completely, and I understand that's exactly the win that we're going for. I do get that, and I believe Justice Brett Kavanaugh will side with the right decision in this court case, ultimately. My issue with what Brett Kavanaugh said was that there is no argument in the Constitution for or against people being able to ban or, or allow abortions to exist. That's my issue with Brett Kavanaugh. I know I already said, and that's why I premised it and started off talking about that by saying that sources in the, in the uh, close to these justices in the Supreme Court are saying that the Supreme Court conservative justices are going to lean towards being in favor of the state of Mississippi. And you are 100% correct that that is the law. And he will vote for that, or he will make a judgment on that in, um, in a conservative fashion. I, I, I don't doubt that. My problem with Kavanaugh is when he said there is no language in the Constitution that says anything for or against abortion, which is why you leave it up to the states. And I believe he's completely wrong in saying that. 
I believe there is language that set, that that uh, that argues against abortions allowed to happen. So that was my only gripe with Kavanaugh was he didn't have the guts, the courage, or the know-how or the knowledge to at least state that very simple fact that there is language in the Constitution. He can do both. He can talk about the language in the Constitution because he was asked about it and make a judgment as it as it's a state right. So I just wanted to clear that up. You're not wrong, and you're not wrong for saying what you said, but I just wanted to clear that up before we move forward. Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, last thing of the day. Now, this is not news. This is more spiritual, and it's going to blow your mind. Are you ready for this? We all know that Adam was put to sleep under a deep sleep by God, so God could create Eve. And we all know that Adam had to have a rib removed in order for God to create Eve. Now, there is some symbolism there, and there's reasons why God did that that you will understand if you actually read through Genesis, because she is now a part of him, and they are one flesh. However, this is the crazy and amazing point that I'm about to make to you. It wasn't until 2014... Thousands of years later, later, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't until 2014 that scientists figured out that the only bone that can regenerate in the human body, if it is removed, is the human rib. Now you tell me that that is not proof of God, ladies and gentlemen. You tell me that that is not some amazing amazing scientific revelation to find out thousands of years later and just seven years ago that the only human bone that can regenerate if it is completely removed is the human rib go do some research on it it is going to absolutely blow your mind now ladies and gentlemen i want to read to you some scripture that actually backs that up And there's no way scientifically that somebody could have known that back when they wrote the Word of God, which means that the very Word of God has to be inspired by God and breathed into these people in order for them to write this stuff this long ago. This is an absolutely amazing uh, scientific finding that I never knew until today. 2 Timothy 3.16 All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. And I believe that that scripture goes hand in hand with the scientific reveal that the only human bone that can actually regenerate and grow back is the human rib. Tell me that's not some amazing information. Do with it what you will, but I highly suggest you go research it yourself, as I did this morning, and was completely mind blown. And I thank God for that. So ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Thank you all very much for joining in today. Thank you for the Rumble Rants that you guys consider uh, uh, consistently donate. It's a huge help. I cannot wait for RIV to get here this weekend and start putting the studio together. I will take pictures and video footage of the construction of the studio so that we have a timeline, uh, a time lapse, a video to watch later on in life. And I just wanna say, ladies and gentlemen, remember there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. 
because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Remember, donors get 20% off all store items. Make sure you grab yourself a Live from America hat and t-shirt and promote your favorite show this holiday season. God bless you all, and I will see you at 5 p.m. Eastern time tonight for more Live from America. Don't miss it because I hope to have a guest on.